Hello everyone, this is Carmen and Moises. Welcome to Yoga Burn. Yoga Burn. So the title of today's podcast My is... My Power Pose. It's not... Mine. Mine. Is your power... Is power that pose. Your power? My power move. Your power move. It's my power move. The title of today's podcast is... Moises Power Move. <laughs> Scorpions. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, I did I one... I, I did one once with blocks. So I, d- I doubt very much I'm controlling your it. power move. If you feel stretching your, in your belly button... That's the one I feel the most. If you feel st- stretching your belly button... I feel at my peak. When you're doing bridge or when you're doing wheel... I cannot even imagine when you do this this back bend. No, I just I mostly feel fear. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> no. That you know you know what? That's actually very true. More than anything else. <laughs> More than the stretch. <laughs> I don't know where my legs are, or my belly button is, or nothing. Yeah, I th- I think that's a very good point because m- many people feel they are afraid of of doing yeah. whether well, is the forearm version forearm scorpion or handstand scorpion or chin scorpion i mean those any any of those or all of those bring quite a few fear you know into a lot of practitioners you know yeah and like it depends i mean it's just there's all kinds of things associated with that mental um, i mean the funny thing let's start with the easy one the handstand one (laughs) No, but I mean, the, compared to a regular handstand, mm. balancing with a scorpion is easier. Balancing is easier. Right? I mean... I mean, you don't... I mean, with a, some sort of back bend yeah. arch. I'm not saying touch your feet No, 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 no. I mean, no. without making kind of, a huge effort. Yeah. Like, any kind of arch, if you're in handstand, it's going to be easier than trying to have the handstand completely straight. Yeah. So it's going to help you, actually. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that is actually true. You can find many people that are kind of flexible, they can do the handstand with a scorpion and having a normal handstand, they have a really hard time. Yeah. So also, also you kind of collapse a little bit into the pose, right? It's not like so much pushing against the floor. You kind of like sink the chest in through the arm. So you don't have to like push so much against the floor. It's not so, so tiring. Yeah. No? Yeah. I mean, um, it depends. What would you say? It's, it depends. I mean, this, I, what I would say is breaking down a little bit that that pose. break it breaking down a little bit the pose because one is the balance component so like you want to get rid of the balance component unless you're very good at it like in in form or or in handstand chin scorpion let's just talk about that in a, in a little bit but you know the other two um if you're not very good at balancing, I recommend you go to the wall, and or if if you have you know mental fear of going over or something, and you and you put a sofa in front or something, maybe that will give you a peace of mind. But if you remove that um, balance element out of the equation, then you can go for a lot of other sensations that are going to happen when you do your your handstand or your forearm scorpion and you don't pay attention to those because you're so focused on the balance. So that's that's one thing. So let's say that we're facing a wall, for mm-hmm. instance, and you kick up 
and you project your legs over and you find a wall with your toes. And you're far away enough that you can arch them. Yeah, I mean, the distance is important, so you have to perhaps kick up, uh, kick up a few times until you find that the distance that is not too close, because if you're too close, you're not going to have room to arch. If you're too far, you're also not going to be able to touch with your toes the wall. So, um, or, you, or, you know, you as much as you extend your legs, you won't be able to, to find it. Or if you're too close, also your legs will be bent. So, I mean, you have to find, kick up uh, a few times in order to find the right distance. But let's say that you find it. Then this, the first battle that you're going to, in my opinion, when you're going to go up is how much you can send your hips over versus how much can you look up and look out in front of you, mm. right? So if you are, like the moment that you project your legs and your butt is going to follow your legs, right? Because they're just above your legs. Mm -hmm. So you, you keep projecting the, those legs, granted that they should be pretty active, etc. Then it gets to a point that the butt is so on top of your head almost, or it feels like it's on top of your head, that your neck and your head is collapsing. You, you have the, the temptation of looking down. Mm -hmm. like, you know, like you want to look down, you want to relax your neck because it's just too much weight for your head right above it. It's just right on top. I mean, it's not on the head, but it feels like it's just on top of it and you... Your whole structure, your shoulders, everything cannot support that much, you know, that much weight. So that's when, you know, all the time when we're teaching this pose, people tend to look down more and more. Yeah. And if nothing else, if everything that you do is look maintain up. that gaze looking out, regardless of how low your legs go, if you manage to do that, then I guarantee you, you're going to improve very quickly, you know, because it's just, that is such an important element when it comes to, to that scorpion. When you are doing, for instance, the chin scorpion I mean, on your chin, then it's a little bit, it's a little bit different because the balance is not there and your hips can go and your butt can go right on top. If you keep projecting, you can go right on top of your, of your head or right above your head. But what happens is that the chest gets off the floor, right? And mm. you, you come in on your chin, on the tip yeah. of your chin, and that's pretty painful for your neck you know, for your cervicals and people feel like I'm just lifting off the ground. Yeah. So you, you nose cannot, roll. you cannot. <laughs> I've seen you, a couple of nose rolls. Yeah. You call it nose roll. No, nobody <clears throat> understands this. This you, is a private, it's a private you joke. You roll on your nose. This is a private joke. It's very simple. What? You send the legs over so much that your face ends up like rolling on the face, like on Ro the ground. You roll on your face sometimes. I mean, it's called a nose roll. And, uh, nose roll exit. You, you call it nose roll. But if you're very good at it and you have enough flexibility, you're going to land with your feet on the floor yeah. when, you're, when you're in chin scorpion and you push like a push up, you push straight up in the wheel. You know, and you, you're uh, not going like to have momentum. <laughs> you're not, not going to have to roll on you your you nose. You still roll, roll on the nose. <laughs> But there's this a tiny bit, yes, there's some, some nose rolling yeah. for the most part. Yes. It is, those are so the it's, nose it's rolls. A, it's a pretty accurate... We used to practice that once in a while. Uh, it's you a pretty accurate... Um, no, I, I, I still practice still do that? it. Yeah, I still, nose I rolls? Only I don't call you anymore to help me because I know you're going to say, oh, we're going to do nose rolls. And I hate that name so much. So It's accurate. And uh, you just... I, I hate how you mock it. So I'm like, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to roll on my nose on my own terms. You know, forget it. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not gonna call it's you. It's my nose, damn to, it. 
to help me in the you know the last few poses or something. I'm not gonna call you, so I just do it. I just do it on, on my own. So that but the first element, I, like I was saying, that the butt right on top of your um, of your head. Yeah. That is that is and without lowering the head down, that is one very 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 big element. And then the second one is the shoulders, like mm. the shoulders and the upper back. So you, for me, it feels like you want to sink your thoracic spine, but um, there's this like different, you know, schools, schools. of thought. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But the work, and I have been taught this two very different ways of you know, articulating your, your scapulas and your shoulders when, when you do that. So one would be also retraction of the scapulas, like you squeeze the scapulas together, together. towards okay. each other, you know, towards the spine. And, and you, you send the down, chest down. And you sink down. Okay. Uh, and the other one is more neutral, oh, okay. almost the opposite, but it's just, it's more of a protraction, you know, like widen the scapulas a little bit while still sinking the thoracic spine. Oh, okay, okay. So you, you're still So you're sinking. still arching the chest. Yes. But where you put the scapulas is the, yeah. the question. Or, or the intention, because it's really, I mean, unless you're squeezing really, really, really hard. Um, so that you think that is what yogis are talking about, really? Sometimes it's... The scapular it's a, it's placement. A, it's more the intention. Um, some people uh, encourage you to keep it more neutral, you uh-huh. know, like a more neutral scapulas, like don't squeeze them so much. So I like to play a lot with... I mean, to me, there's this sense in, in all of those. In all of those, I think there's this plus and minuses. But... If I squeeze too much my scapulas together in, in scorpion, um, then I'm almost like dumping into my lower back too much. I don't, mm. I don't like it. I dump it. I'm dumping too much in the shoulders. I'm dumping too much in the lower back. It doesn't feel like the, 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 the structure is supporting me. Mm. You know? And also for a chin scorpion, you can't do that. I mean, for a chin scorpion, you have to definitely dissociate scapular move from a thoracic move. I mean, so when you're because if you're do, if you're squeezing your scapulas together in chin scorpion, you're gonna choke yourself. Oh, that's a good point. You're gonna choke choke in your on your throat. You need to lift the neck so from the ground. You need, you need to you know find yourself some space by protracting the scapulas or or pushing with pushing the, the shoulders the down shoulders on the floor or on blocks. And say you can do it on blocks as well, so you can you know push forward a little bit with those shoulders while maintaining that like sinking of the chest and sinking of the sternum towards the ground and all that. So in chin scorpion, no doubt, you know, otherwise you cannot breathe, uh, cannot breathe well. Um, so for me, it's, it's a more, um, I'm more inclined to a more neutral, if you will, you know, not, not neutral or scapular, but it's just so that it doesn't, um, make me collapse so much in on my hands or collapse so much and the shoulders collapse so much on my forearms when I, when I do that. Um, so that's, that's where, mm. that's what I, what I'm, where I'm at. So you have to have enough awareness to arch the chest as much as you can, but make sure the shoulder blades are not like into each other yeah. too much yeah. either. I mean, and also depends on, Every, every person is a little bit different. Yeah. So every scorpion I mean, the, is a I little mean, bit different. But the but intention will be comparable for each or for everybody. But you know? for some people, it will be very easy to squeeze the scapulas That's together true. and you want to do a little bit of the opposite. Mm. So you're not jamming so much that upper back. And some people, just they're, they're just too protracted. 
and they're almost like rounding the shoulders and rounding so the spine. So you effort. want to do a little bit of an effort with the scapula to retract them. So, you know, it also depends on your anatomy and, you know, and how your, your muscles are trained. So I would, maybe in a class, I would recommend two different things to different people, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, well, no, you, you have, you have to press, you have to press less, <laughs> exactly. basically. Exactly. So you're trying to make them both put the scapulas in the right, in the same places, but everybody has to do something different because their body is different. Exactly. Mm. So it's, 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 it's exactly. But, I mean, I wouldn't be too worried about, so people worry too much about the details, mm. like this and this. Remember when you do your, when you do enhance, then it's, it's, it's the same thing. You worry so much about, but where should I look? Uh, what is the, they, they think that, oh, the point that I'm looking at is going to save everything in my handstand. Or when I squeeze my glutes or when I pull my belly in and I engage my abdominals, it's going to solve all my problems. And that's not the case. I mean, it may help somewhat or a lot, but it's definitely not going to solve all your problems. So, but in this so in it, scorpion, you want to lift the head for sure, for example. Exactly. And that is, I mean, maybe not solve the problems, but make sure you don't get into trouble. Yeah. You cannot let the head come down. Whoever yeah. you are, however you're built, whichever scorpion you're doing, for example. Exactly. Right? So there's like a golden rule. Yeah. Also, I mean, you don't want to let your legs dangle in the air and just be like dead. I mean, nobody oh. will be able to, you know, find a balance with oh. the legs not active. You know, if your legs are not active while you're doing that inversion, then it's just, it's not good. Perhaps in chin scorpion, perhaps, because that's the one that doesn't require that much balance, but you're going to feel it right away, very likely, yeah. either in your neck or your lower back, it's gonna, they're going to hurt. Yeah. Or when you come out, they're going to hurt, or the next day, they will hurt so much. Mm-hmm. So sooner or later... Something you, is going to hurt. So you <laughs> is that you're saying? Is that what you're saying? No. Sooner or later, you, the pose is going to teach you to activate your legs. Oh, okay. Or you all you all you still stop practicing it. That's that's one thing that happens with asanas or postures that are just pretty challenging is that they're very unforgiving. So this is the lesson that you have to learn from them. And if you don't learn it, they don't care. You know, they're like, I don't care. You're gonna break yourself. This this is what it, it's required to do this pose well. And if you don't do it, then you're screwed. Mm-hmm. So you, you can either keep banging your head against the wall and keep fighting or trying to have another approach to it and you know just how can I do it so it doesn't bother my lower back, so it doesn't bother my shoulder, it doesn't bother. So it's just how can I figure this out and you know how... Actually, I used to like, because when we used to teach this in uh, in workshops once in a while, right? Mm-hmm. And I always loved that I, I usually it was like class four, Sunday morning, we knew them, everybody. And you offered or you presented the post and everybody was, everybody was like, what the fuck? Right? <laughs> so I picked somebody who would freak out. I know he or she was going to do it awful. And we did the version with blocks, which you don't like very much because it doesn't work for you. But for somebody that is like, trying no, I, I, to get I like, into it I like I like I don't like it for, for me, you for but, you I think that's but, what I'm saying but I like it I like but, uh, it for for because that's what it is I mean as unforgiving as the pose is if you use props in in these harder poses they help a lot uh, completely so completely. the 
I mean, I cannot do this chin scorpion. I cannot do it. But getting those shoulders on the blocks and letting this, the chest sinking, no other pose has given me that kind of feeling, for example. Yeah. So there are very in- intriguing yeah. things yeah, to get out of something. The perception is very clear in, in that pose. And, and you're right. I mean, and one thing that people don't realize is that in those hard, harder or in these harder poses, your body should not hurt either. You know, you shouldn't feel any pain. Yeah. If you do feel pain, it's because you are doing a version of that pose that is way too hard for you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean, that's what your body is telling you. This is way too advanced for me. I don't have the strength or I don't But where do you feel the pain? I mean, is it in your shoulders? Is it in your lower back? Is it, I mean, that is, this is a lot of information that the body is also giving you. It's not only telling you, no, I cannot do it. Your body never rarely says says that it's you have to listen your or mine <laughs> my body and most people's bodies i don't know yours mm. but it will give you more information it will fill up the blanks much more and the more you ask it the more the more it's gonna reply or come up with answers for you mm. so it's like and also most people if you the good thing about going to a workshop or a class or you know that that will teach you that pose is that they're also going to give you or tell you what most people's problems are in this pose. I mean, if it's a good workshop, that's what they'll, they'll cover. They'll be like, okay, this is, these are the three main problems. And chances are you're going to have one of those or all of those. Which one is other? Which are the problems? I mean, in, in scorpion, lumbar pain in the lower back, mm-hmm. very much so. Um, for instance, shoulder pain also. And um, if it's handstand, scorpion, fear of going over, freaking out, or my body's not going to support me. I don't want to go over. I don't, I had an, I had a fall when I was, you know, early in my practice, something. In chin stand also, in chin scorpion, uh, fear of going over as well. Some people feel like they feel, they feel like they're going to, they freak out if they're gonna go over, nose which roll. is it's very the nose, the famous nose roll, which is extremely unlikely. You know that that's gonna happen. It's very very hard to send enough weight forward. Yeah, I mean somebody. The only thing that the only way that I have seen that happening because I have seen that happening is somebody extremely flexible already that had never tried the pose before, and she was completely out of control and she nose rolled forward, and right. I was like, what the heck are you doing? Yeah, and like, oh, I never did this before. But there's right? just so much weight back yeah. that it's very, very hard it's, to. It's just impossible, very impossible to. You have to do and it on purpose. And your body's or, trying to protect your neck, you know. So you're yeah. never gonna go to your yeah. chin. You're always gonna be more on your back, chest, yeah. more back. So it's just. But you have no no idea how many people have encountered that. I like, I freak out. I feel like I'm gonna go over, and I'm like, it's just virtually impossible, impossible. Yeah. that you're gonna go. Plus, if you have that fear, it's just impossible that you're gonna go yeah. over. And yet they they are just you know you have to like do it over and over and practice it so that you kind of rewire and you understand you know the mechanics of it because one of the things that you want to do is stay in the, in that pose to you know relax your nervous system rewire it and also to build up strength flexibility etc you know and awareness of where your body is so let's say that you're very afraid of doing handstand scorpion, for instance, and you're very afraid of falling over and very afraid, then just try to kick up into handstand 
move your legs a little bit over and just hang in there. Just put the m most intention you can on uh, projecting your legs, keeping them active. Always, you know, keep looking out a little bit. And then uh, feel the weight on your hands. What is happening when you're sending your legs more over? Are you going more towards your fingertips? Are you staying more in the base of your palm? What is happening to the shoulders? How is happening to the chest? Is it sinking? Do you feel your butt going more on top of your head, etc.? So it's just, there's a lot of information. Every second you're staying in that pose, there's a lot of information. Same thing with the forearm scorpion, for instance, only it's less scary, but it also will give you so much information while you are in the pose as well. But it's, yeah. When so so in, in bottom line, in a workshop, if the, when, I, when I teach and I, I will explain, okay, these are the main problems that you may see, the majority of people will have one of them, one of them, you know, it's, it's going to be, you know, and you want that to happen. You don't want to be like the case that nobody has ever seen or known, or, you know, this is what happens to me. I mean, that can happen as well, but you know, most likely, you know, probability, you says, probability says that you'll have a usual problem. Yeah. And also you know how to, you know, handle it and they'll tell you how to handle it, how to, how to work, work, you know, work that issue out. Yeah. The, cause I mean, I haven't, I cannot do this bloody thing, even if it's my power pose, but, <laughs> but uh, I, I have adjusted so many people. In it, right? Many, many thousands and, and thousands. Of the one thing I would say as the adjuster is you want to buy yourself time because you need to be with those legs over the head for a few breaths. So, Maybe it's balance what you have to buy. You have to like learn to be in foreign balance. You have to learn to be in handsome. You need an adjuster. You need to the world. You need to, you need breaths. And that is the other thing. You need breaths. You need to be able to breathe in that bloody position Correct. without like falling out. I mean, Correct. don't take a breath so big that it just throws you out of the pose, right? So yeah. you need to breathe in the bloody thing without coming out of the, of the pose. That is the one thing. And the other one is lifting the head. So when I was adjusting somebody, I would tell them, first of all, we take, that, we take our time. I need you to project the legs and stay for longer than you think. Otherwise, your, your back will not be in the position to be able to get to the full pose. Once they were there, is I, would, I would tell them, you lift the head, I will protect your lower back, and let's see where the feet go. Right? Yeah. So, and that was my, my, adjust, my adjustment. Right? And many, many people touch. And then you go much further than you think, of course. But the... What I could not do for them was lifting the head or breathing in the pose. Yeah, because you think that that also happens a lot, that people within the first five, ten seconds, they need to get into the pose. Yeah. And it's like, okay, go, legs over, Mistake. touching my feet, okay, out. And I'm like, Wrong. this is, this Wrong. is not, that's not, that's not, a mistake. not working. This is not working. <laughs> that's, how we call a, that's how we call a mistake. This is, this is not working, not working. This is not really, you're, you're not doing... Scorpion, you're not uh, training your back, you're not getting stronger in your lumbar, you're not opening your thoracic, you're not doing any of that. You're just trying to execute that, poop, out, no. You know, it's it's very difficult, uh, different, sorry. It's very different to do like a three second handstand or a one minute handstand or longer, right? But, you know, let's, let's say an example of three seconds and one minute. Completely different. I mean, it's just... And the problems you have when you're holding two minute, a two-minute handstand, 
it's different than when you hold at 10 seconds, but it's just going to make you learn so much just by virtue of holding that inversion, holding that handstand, you're going to learn so much in the process and, you know, more so than any class, any workshop, anything that you'll, that you'll ever take. So, and you're very specific to your body, very specific to what your body needs. Where, where does your body give up the first? That's very important. And, mm -hmm. you know, what, what are you caving? What, what's, what's happening? What are you thinking about? What's your breathing pattern, like you were saying? So, and in Scorpion, it happens the same thing. So I always, many times, I tell them we're probably not going to do the pose. We're just kind of, you know, Stay setting here. the expectations, not that high of, I'm just going to touch my feet. I'm like, no, we're going to do this version, this prep version first with your legs out. And then we'll see, we'll see if you can stay easily 20, 30 seconds, because if you cannot stay for that, that minimum amount of time, then no, there's just nothing we can do. You know, it, the, your back is also so thick. The layers of your back are so thick that you really need that time to open from the, the areas that you want, you know, when you're most people, unless you're a natural, you're a natural backbender, you have to consciously make an effort and say, okay, now I'm really like trying to go f with my thoracic. I'm really trying to wrinkle my my T spine and just you know in the skin around it. So I'm just really like squeezing that there and sinking it down and then projecting the legs and then feeling the hip flexors lengthening and all that. And you have a little a little pain here there it's tweaking and it's readjusting or something and then you keep looking out and you realize you're just you've disengaged your abs so you have to engage them again so it's a, a lot of things a lot of moving pieces at the same time happening so that you have to stay for that amount of time to just build your castle you know like build your construction and then it's your shape and then at the very end then when you are projecting so much, you will be able to, no doubt, you will be able to see your feet out there. And then that's when you can, you know, you can tell that you, you're going to touch very likely your feet to your head. You know, and you can see them that clearly because your back is so arched nice. and your legs are so projected and so horizontal that you can bend your knees and they are just right there. You, you can touch. But in order for that to happen, it just takes... You know, quite a lot of preparation, like you were saying, that it's just like five years. Not, not oh. rushing, not rushing into into the pose, not rushing into it, but quite like enjoying the process and enjoying the suffering. You know, and I know, I know, it just sounds like so not appealing, but it's not really. I mean, it doesn't. It's not suffering anymore. It's just enjoying the work of just all the things that you need to I mean, it's not of suffering because it's so different probably uh, at the beginning I, I bet it's, it's suffering I mean I, I believe it's it's a lot of suffering and it's just a lot of oh just so much work that it almost feel feels like it's it's a punishment that you're doing to yourself it's like why do I have to do that but um, once you're open, your, your body opens up, then it feels better and better and better. It, it feels so good. And also, I mean, how you warm up to it, as we know, it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. I mean, do you warm up enough? I mean, what areas do you feel like you need to warm up the most? Do you need to warm up with more exercises to condition your lower back? Or do you need to warm up more with 
some shoulder openers or some upper spine openers or some neck strengtheners. I mean, all, all of those things. Strengtheners, but you need a lot of st quite a bit of strength to get this pose. Absolutely. Uh, it's not For just me. a flexibility backbend. For me, it's more about strength and flexibility. Okay. All, all, all of those. Because you have to hold yourself in the air, basically. Yeah. But if, even the, the, in the, the one on the chin, the chin on the floor, the chin scorpion, it's a ton of strength. Because um, you're pushing with the arms on the ground. Or is the back too? It's, it's, your back is working. Because I'm not, I'm not a backbender, so I, I don't flop and do backbends. I don't just like fall. Maybe there's some people that are just flopping. And, but even if you flop on that, you have to fight back. back. Hold back, right? Hold exactly, back. and and not just like allow. I because I've been practicing for the, so long. I am actually running more and more and more away from just like relaxing and just very passively stretching. I that it doesn't sit well for me. And many of the injuries that I've had over the years, it happened because of that for that hyper flexibility and just very loose. The tissue so loose, so. Now, everything I do, I try to, when it comes to flexibility, I try to make it as active as possible. And this backbend is spectacular. All three of them are spectacular to, you know, encourage you to, to get that strength going, you know, and project your legs so much and strengthen your lumbar. Just so many, so many things, so many good, you know, in, including the balance. Because as even if you're very steady in, in form balance, either... Every time that you move your hips and you send your legs, you're going to have to readjust your balance. In handstand, it's very clear. In handstand, mm -hmm. it's very clear. It's very easy to fall out of that. But in, in even in form scorpion, then you're going to have to readjust a little bit all the time. So it's not... Uh, I think you, you are know. the only person in the world that thinks that it is obvious. What? The balance in form scorpion. No. Yeah. Many, 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 many Like people, three. Many people Maybe find, four. It, find it very trivial. You know, very Five. trivial. No, I mean, not, not trivial, it. trivial, but it's, you know, you never fall out of form balance, rarely, but you fall every day out of handstand. That's, every that's, day. you know, I always, I always tell, tell that to my students. Like, I mean, once form balance, once you find your balance and once you nail it, you never fall out of it. I think it's, it's very rare it's to fall out of it. years for you. No, I mean, I, I fall sometimes. Because maybe I just I try to risk it. I go too much over or something, but the percentage is like one in thousands. One in a million. Literally, <laughs> not in one in a million, but one in thousands or one in many, many, many hundreds. And it has that one day. Every two. Every, every day, every day you fall out of handstand. Every day, many times, and form balance. I, I literally, and I, not to brag or anything, but literally I rarely fall out of form balance. I mean, if I fall one day, I'm shocked at how, how is this possible? Like I'm not used to falling anymore. So I'm more worried about that than the pose or what I was doing. I'm like, how did I fall? I mean, this is so You have like a little me. whiteboard that says zero days without falling. <laughs> That's a great idea. Kind of like the office, right? Yes. They had, they had like zero, zero 300 and something days with an accident. Accidents, like, yeah. And then it just wiped the board and just say zero. 
Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mm-hmm. do that. You're gonna forget. I'm gonna, gonna do, do that. that. I'm gonna, no, I just you have right. a board, a You're whiteboard, and just like you know, write it. I think it would be cute. But yeah, I mean, de- definitely handstand every single day, many, many dozens. You don't of need times. a board for that. <laughs> you don't need a board. It's like it's a zero every time. It's like yeah, zero. Every every day is a zero. Like you always fall many 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 times. Plus, I mean, you always try to do different things in handstands and different shapes, so you know different leg movements. But yeah, it's that's that's what that's what it is. But um, yeah, do you do you want to add something more about this? I don't think so. I think we the the big or the the useful pieces for me. I think that we covered them. Like, what do you want to be thinking about and take your time. Um, one thing that I always I guess, get asked as well is, why should I do this pose? Because it's beautiful for Instagram. <laughs> no? No. No, for a long time I used to say like this pose is for the photo because it's not going to help you advance too much. I mean, if you want to advance your backbends, you want to improve your backbends, do wheel. You know, do wheel, do kapotasana prep, do standing backbend, mm. like a... But a I mean, now with the idea of trying to do more active flexibility kind of uh, backbends and working on your strength in the backbend, this pose is very good for that. Yeah, I agree. It's not going to maybe help you so much on the flexibility side, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's going to help you a ton on the active flexibility and the strength part of the backbend. Is that true or am I making crap up? It will help you... Partial, I think it's partially true. It okay. will help you so much with the strength and with the balance and the active flexibility that you're talking about. Um, it will, you will continue to gain more flexibility with this, with this backbend. But I think to get ahead a little bit faster or to improve a little bit faster, you can do other backbends or other, or use props or something or use our rubber bands or blocks or other, other backbends or even this backbends mm-hmm. with props that will help you improve the backbend itself faster. a little bit faster. Because that's one of the things that people get discouraged that it's like, oh, I'm not improving. I'm barely, you know, I haven't been able to touch my head ever. So how, how is that going to change? I mean, it's not really, I've been doing this pose for years and it hasn't improved. And I'm like, well, but how, how do you warm up for it? I mean, and do you know, yeah, you don't touch, but do you know what is your main limitation? Is it your hip flexors? Is it your spine? Is it the shoulder position? Is it your neck that you're not looking up enough? Is it a combination of all of those elements or some of those elements? So you have to find out and then perhaps including your routine, those warm, warm up more precise for that lack of range. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, then you will be able to, to get there. But it, I think it's, it's a very complete, though all of those are very complete backbends. So it, they are, I love in my practice, all three of them, every day I do backbends. And I think it's definitely worth investing the time in. It's a very interesting pose that you may not do all the time as well. I mean, if you're a teacher and you're like, oh my God, this is so scary, do forearm, forearm scorpion against the wall. You know, I mean, nobody's going to get hurt doing that. And being able to practice it, maybe try with you in the air and stuff like that. 
I think it's a very nice spin or a nice pose to try in a class. It makes it a, a bit more interesting and it is something that people may not do at home at all or ever unless they're with you. So it's, it's a nice that's, pose That's to also try. true. Like if you teach in person face to face, it's yeah. a great pose. I mean, remember when you were mm -hmm. in teaching the in, in the studio and uh, students would be more advanced than you but you gave them the adjustment. That, that adjustment yeah. that it made them come back. So it made them like, wow, I really, I really, I don't practice this alone or I'm afraid of practicing this alone. Or I don't have the flexibility. I don't have the, the balance, but you know, you show me a little bit more of, yeah. you know, the, the path. And so I think it's, as a teacher, it's a good tool to, to know how to adjust in, the, in this pose safely so that you can get your students to come back, you know, over and over and over and you explore different versions of this and, you know, and you can do more like hollow backs and then more Mexicans or more, you know, different shapes. But, you know, it's just, you can explore it so much. It has a lot of room for exploration and for trying different things, different options with it as well. So I think it's great. Do it. You should, you should practice. If you're going to adjust, please protect the lower back. That's the main thing. Because, I mean, you're going to pull the, head, the feet down towards the head. While you do that, you have to create space in the lower back. Yeah. Don't, don't adjust. If you don't know how to do yeah. it, don't, don't adjust it. Yeah. So, I mean, so just, you just hold the feet and let them lift the head up. And they're going to feel in, or they're gonna feel the pose. Yeah. So that's enough. Yeah. That's, but that's, I'm pushing that's down, I don't recommend pushing down ever. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's true. Very true. Never fast, never down. Very good. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was a good talk. Good I talk. Loved good it. talk. I my power it. pose. Now you know my secrets. <laughs> and you can practice them in your classes and personal practices. Well, thank you so much, guys, for listening. This was Carmen. And I'm Moses. And you listen to Yoga Burn. Burn. See you next time. Next See time. Ya. Bye. Bye.